Welcome to the Joe Show. I am Joe, your host. So glad that you're here today. I'm playing this song because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in this world right now. And that's my big question I'm asking right now is, what's going on? What's up with the world? What, what, what's our mindset? You know, what are we thinking? Why is there so much craziness going on? You know, um, I've been listening to the news lately and just hearing a lot of stuff going on. I mean, Trump is getting ready to, uh, he's getting ready to be indicted, right? And I was listening to the radio and they were talking about um, things leading up to his indictment. And one of the things that a lot of people were worried about was, uh, what about violence? Will there be violence if he actually gets indicted and he's found guilty? And a lot of people are like, uh, like, like the police officers and things like that. They're like, oh, no, it's going to be peaceful. And uh, we're not going to pull any more people than we need. We are just going to just uh, put the normal force out there. You know, we're not going to take any extra precautions or anything like that. And. They didn't. They didn't put any extra precautions out there. As far as I know, nothing happened. I think that it's still, he wasn't found guilty. But before all this happened, they were doing interviews with Trump supporters. And And the Trump supporters that they interviewed we're like, yes, if he's found out guilty, we are going to raise arms and we're just going to raise hell, you know? And that was one. They cut to one person saying, the, uh, the supporters talking about, yeah, we're going to raise hell. And then they cut to the uh, chief of police saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're not going to take any extra precautions. So that's just one thing going on. Then in Tennessee, we've got these, um, th- this mass shooting that's happened, you know? I think it was seven people died, I think. I'm not for sure. I got to go back and look at those numbers. But you've got that happening. You know, you got those mass shootings happening. People going into schools, killing children, which I don't understand that. I don't understand that. We found out that uh, the person who was um, a the gunman was a trans woman 
I'm, I'm, I, I get messed up on how all that works. I'm, I'm learning, right? I'm learning. Um, but I think it was a female to male. And they went in and they shot up the school. And the reasoning, I can kind of, it's not, I'm not, what I'm getting ready to say is, I can understand where they're coming from, but they still didn't need to go and shoot up the school, right? They're a trans person. There's a lot of trans hate going on right now. And that trans person shot up a Catholic private school, you know? So I understand where that person's coming from, but they didn't need to go shoot up that school. On top of that, trans hate. We're, tra- we're hating on trans people, which I don't understand that. These are people who are just trying to live their life. And for you people out there who don't understand this, this is the way I look at it, right? When I put on clothes, right, and it doesn't feel comfortable on my body, what do I do? What would you do? You would probably take those clothes off and find something more comfortable to wear, right? Now, take a trans person. They're in this body. They've been given this body, right? They're in this body. And they feel super uncomfortable in this body, right? They don't feel like themselves in this body. And basically, what they're wanting to do is just change their body to make them feel more comfortable. They want to live their life to the fullest in a body that they're comfortable in. And that's a decision that they're making for themselves. And then we as people think, oh, well, that's weird. That's not right. I feel uncomfortable with that. So therefore, I'm going to hate you for that. Fuck you, man. Can you imagine the skin, your body? Can you imagine being uncomfortable in your body? Like I said, your clothes, you can take off your clothes and you could change new clothes, new, new clothes. They're just doing that. They're just changing themselves so they can feel more comfortable with their selves. Can you imagine being a guy, but then feeling like you're supposed to be a female? Or can you imagine being a female and then just feeling like you're supposed to be a male? Can you imagine that? No, we can't. We can't fathom that. So who are we to judge, man? Who are you? Who who are we to judge? If something doesn't make sense, this is how I live life. If something doesn't make sense or I don't agree with something, I don't knock people who are doing the thing I I don't jive with, right? If I don't understand it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the time and I'm going to learn from that experience, right? The other day I was at work, right? And there was a trans person that was working with us. And I thought, man, this is the first time I've ever met a trans person. And I thought it was pretty cool. And I I was asking them a lot of questions because there was just things I don't understand. You know, that's the kind of person I am. And I wish a lot more more people were like that. Like if there's something you don't understand or something that makes you uncomfortable, how about you you try to understand it a little bit? White people who are racist. How about you talk to a black person and figure out about, figure out about their culture, you know? How about you do that? 
If you're a Christian or conservative, how about you talk to a trans person and see where their mind's at? Because guess what? It's, you're probably going to figure out that they are a person, right? That's how I learn. That's how I, um, even I, that's how I, um, I don't want to say, uh, accept, but that's how I learn more about other people. You know, one of the beautiful things about the United States of America to me, particularly, is that we're not one big melting pot, right? That's what they always say. The United States, we're a big melting pot, right? We don't need that. We've got all our differences, right? We're all different. Black people, white people, gays, straight, trans, you know, Christian, pagans, Islam. We get all these different ethnic groups, all these different ways of life, and we're here, and we're working together, and I think that's what makes America great. But basically, but you know what we're doing? We're taking the great part about America and what makes us such a great country, and we are trying to be like other countries. I don't know why our politics, our political system doesn't see that, you know? You're trying to take our differences away, and you're trying to make us like other, other countries, which that's one of the things that they're trying not to be like. They're trying not to be like England or China or Africa. Why did I say? Yeah, I guess China's a country, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I said England, China, and then I said Africa. Africa's not a big country by itself, but they're they're trying to make us like the other overseas. They're trying not to make us like that, right? But they're leading us right into that direction. Our political system's fucked up. It is crazy how fucked up it is. And I like how they have got, they've got us left and right and we're fighting and we're like, man, you're the wrong, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong, you know, and they got us fighting and button heads, right? And it's one of those things where if we sat down and we actually talked to one another, Without trying to cut each other's heads off, we probably find out that we want the same thing. We want to uh, have uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We just all see it different, you know? But I believe if we sat down and we actually talked to each other, a lot of this fucked up shit in the world would stop. These mass shootings would stop. Kids would stop dying. People wouldn't feel like they aren't being heard, that they're not being treated right, that their rights are not being taken away. Women right now, women, we're going through a battle with women right now. Women, <laughs> can't fucking believe that, you know? Like, listen, I can at least understand why some people might be uncomfortable with the thought of a trans person. I can kind of understand where they're coming from. I don't accept that, but I, I can understand where they're coming from. But women, the most beautiful creatures in the world. And we are denying them rights. You know, that's what we're doing. We're denying them rights. And I can't believe that. I can literally go into a doctor's office. I've done it. I've gone in, had a consultation for a vasectomy, right? I've gone in there. They asked you this questionnaire. It's like, are you wanting to do this? No one's making you do this, right? And you say, no, 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 no. And then the doctor says, well, you're healthy enough. Let's go get you a vasectomy. I don't have to ask permission from my wife to, to, to get a vasectomy. But my wife has to ask my permission and has to have my consent if she wants to go get her tubes tied. 
My wife has told me about a lot of the things that have has happened. You know, when she goes to the doctor's office, you know, they're like, oh, it's a little pinch. You know, I've actually witnessed, you know, um, I forget one of the tests that was going on, but they had to go inside her and they had to get some something from maybe something from her cervix or something like that. I forget what the test was. And she flinched. She's like, man, that fucking hurts, you know, just the way they treat women in the medical field. And all the stories you hear from women about what happens to them in the medical field. It's fucking ridiculous. And I can't believe that we're fighting over this, you know. I can't believe we're fighting over this. Conservatives, you're wanting to save the lives of babies. That's why we have all these abortion uh, laws and things. And reason why women can't have abortions, right? But here's my thing. Here's my thing right now. Is if we're going to save these babies... I want to know what the point is of saving them because what it seems like what's going to happen is that we're going to save these babies and these babies have a high chance of being trans. They have a high chance of being gay. They have a high chance of being liberals, something that you don't believe in. You know, they have a high chance of going against you. Conservatives, these babies that you're trying to save can go the opposite way and not believe anything that you believe. Right. And then you're going to deny them their rights when they get older. Because that's what's basically happened. All these people back then, they were saving all these babies. And all these, they were saving, uh, you know, they were saving all these babies. And then next thing you know, they grow up. And now you're, you're belittling them and telling them they can't have rights. Because they don't believe the same thing you do. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It is fucking ridiculous. All this stuff that's going on, you know. One more thing about politics, and then um, I'll hop off the bandwagon there. We've got this guy named, uh, uh, he's like the governor of Florida. He's the guy we've talked about in politics. Uh, we've talked about before where he was um, trying to take away AP, African-American studies, in Florida. And then they've got this law that they were talking about where they were basically saying, you can't talk about gays or trans down in uh, Florida, Right. And he's basically making it to where if you're not white and you're not Christian, you cannot live in Florida, right? Basically what he's doing. They've even come up with a law now that if you say anything that offends your Christian, that like offends you as a white conservative Christian, that you can take people to court for it. So like if I go down to Florida and I say something about gay people, like in a positive way or something like that, I can, uh, because I offended those people down in Florida, they can take me to court and get money for that. So that's what's happening. That's the thing. Actually, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find the actual article because they can better explain it to you. There are a bunch of videos that are talking about the don't say gay bill on TikTok, but I could not find the one that I actually like because they, she explained it so well. And I really liked it. It was like in simple terms and it was a news. I, once I find that news, I, I'll, I might post a link or something to it. But yeah, that's the stuff that's going on in the world. And I'm just like, guys, what's going on? What are we doing? We need to figure out ways to be, excuse me, better, you know, uh, we need to figure out 
ways to be better, the way uh, ways to treat people better, because we are human beings. We have rights, you know. We have rights as human beings. Human rights. We should be able to do anything that is uh, anything we want. That it, and as long as it's legal, as long as it's not hurting anybody. What what is being gay? Trans, not a Christian, you know, doing. What is it doing? Is Who is it hurting? It's not hurting anybody. And like I said, we've had a lot of changes with the podcast. Some of you guys might not be listening anymore. I might have lost listeners. Some of you who are staying, um, who are with me now might not even like the stuff I'm talking about anymore. But this is stuff I feel like we need to talk about. This is stuff for the past three years I've been holding inside. My politics. You know, what I think, um, uh, how I feel about the way of the world. I've been hiding that, you know, and I, I'm tired of that. You have a new Joe. This is a new show. And I think that, um, you know, this is where I want it to go. We're not going to talk about politics all the time. We're still going to talk about anything and everything. But this is just stuff that's hitting hard right now. Stuff that I'm very passionate about right now. We had children die. Because somebody got upset. Because somebody, they didn't feel like they were being treated the correct way. And then we got the whole guns thing. But like I said, we've talked about politics enough. So let's, I'm going I'm to take a break, guys. And I, I'll be right back. I, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm myself down. You know, so yeah. I'll be right back after this. I really don't care if you like High School Musical or not. This is my shit. I love High School Musical. But the reason why I'm playing this song is because recently we had some bad tornadoes come through the United States. I think it went from all the way from Arizona 
all the way uh, up through Indiana and that's Illinois, right? It really hit um, a lot of places super hard, but um, I don't know too much about the other places, but one of the affected areas was Sullivan, Indiana and Robinson, Illinois. Robinson, Illinois is where my Pepsi Depot is, right? And so that was a very affected area. I mean, this tornado was an F5 and just seeing the damage that it's caused, it's just crazy. You know, I'm, I've always been fascinated by Mother Nature and the power she has, right? But I, I don't think I've really ever seen the um, after effects of it, you know? Uh, back in 2016, no, not 2016, back in 2016, uh, we had the March tornadoes um, go through Springfield, Illinois. It was like seven tornadoes that ripped through um, our city, right? We had, uh, it tore the roof off of the Super Walmart on the west side of town. We have, Illinois is really big and known for like their statues and monuments uh, that they make for like businesses. So we have this character called the Lauterbach man for like, um, who does um, car work, you know, it's like a mechanic shop. And the head of the Lauterbach man uh, flew off and they found it like 25 miles south of Springfield, right? Um, so these tornadoes were super bad. Even at that time, I still did not see that like all of the destruction that had happened, you know? It wasn't until later that I did some more research and I saw the destruction of Springfield. But I had never been on ground level of the destruction, right? It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, um, you don't believe certain things can happen to you. Like you like, oh, somebody's house got broken into. My house will never get broken into. Why? Because just stuff like that doesn't happen to me, right? And so that's kind of the feeling that I was having being down in Robinson after these tornadoes had hit. Um, the whole town of Sull Sullivan, Indiana had completely just, it's wiped out. It's all, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, just gone. It's gone. Um, but yeah, we were down there and, uh, Pepsi and a lot of the gas stations and Walmart, they all stepped up and they're providing water for Robinson and surrounding areas. Um, they are having like, uh, churches are doing food and free food and stuff like that for all these people that were affected. Ameren, which is like the electrical company in Illinois, there was like a, caravan i mean just so many god dang amarin trucks everywhere because this tornado had ripped up like so many like power lines um just completely lifted them off the ground and so they had to go up there and fix up all the power so i mean i'm talking like hundreds and hundreds of these cars uh amarin trucks are blocking the streets trying to get to these destinations and things like that. It was making it super hard for me as a truck driver to get through Robinson. Robinson's already a town that's super, super small that I can't really get through. And now you got these Ameren trucks with all the traffic, and then you've got uh, power lights, power light, or the uh, stoplights, they're out. And so they're not working. So now we're doing that like stop and go type of thing with the flashing red light. And it's hard for me to get through, but it was just so amazing to see a community come together, right? I've never been on the ground level where you have a storm come through. It tears up everything. It tears it all to shit, right? 
And then I've never been on the ground level seeing the community work together. Like we were delivering, we were delivering pallets and pallets of water, one to the community center, to the oil refinery that's down there. Gas stations um, are uh, like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. Thank you for being here so much. People are coming here getting water and soda and food and stuff like that. And I'm just so glad that you're here, that you're delivering this, you know? So it was really good to see the community get together and be one and help out. And like I was talking about earlier in the episode, uh, we need to figure out a way to um, be nice to each other, make a better world for each other. We need to do that. And it's just crazy that we have to have a disaster, you know, something bad happen to us in order for us to do that, you know, to really understand that it doesn't matter what color my skin is. It doesn't matter what you believe in. All that matters is that you're a person and that you're alive. When 9-11 happened, that's the kind of mindset we had. When Hurricane Katrina happened, that's the mindset we had. You know, with all these mass shootings and things like that, you would think that that's how it would be. You know, I just wish that we as people, stuff like that didn't happen, you know, that we didn't have to go through a disaster, you know, that we didn't have to face something like that in order to understand that, hey, you as a person matter. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter who you are. All I know is that you're a person who's been affected by all this stuff in the world, and you need help. And I'm going to be a nice person, and I'm going to give you help. So it's very amazing to being down there in Robinson and in Sullivan and seeing the people come together um, and for them to just help one another. Um, with all this destruction and everything, I've got a lot of questions. You know, um, with, uh, say, like my, my wife and I, we rent, right? What happens if we rent and um, a tornado blows through our property? We've got renter's insurance, so a lot of the stuff in our house would um, hopefully be claimed. But uh, what, where are we to live, you know? Does our landlord provide us another house or would we just be out of a house and out of a contract? And then would our landlord still want us to pay for like pay our rent, even though we don't have a house we're living in? There's a lot of questions with that. I want to know like when your house completely gets destroyed, how much of the uh, damage does the insurance pay for? If your whole house is gone, how much does the insurance pay? Does the government help out with any of that? You know, how does that work? You know, like when people down in Katrina, when uh, when they were down there and they got hit by Katrina, did the insurance companies pay for it? Did the government help out? I want to know. I guess I got to go back and look at my history and stuff like that. But um, there was one thing we were talking about with Hootie on the armor's block. He was talking about like if you are a guy and you have guns and you want to pass your guns like you're a gun collector. And you want your guns to go down in your, um, like it's a good collection and you want to pass it down to your family. But then there's a storm that comes through. What happens to those guns? What happens to those valuables? Do you have insurance on those? So I, that's my big question with stuff like that. Um, if you don't recently, if you don't know, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've mentioned this, you know, because of everything that's going on. I finally got my CDL. I'm a CDL driver, class A driver, and I love driving this big ass truck, man. This truck is 53 foot long. That's our trailer. 
Um, also too, it's a, your tractor, I have a double axle, so it's got two axles on it and that's 20 feet. So I'm driving like a 70 foot, 73 foot tr truck, um, from nose to tail. And then it is 13 feet high and it weighs about 8,000, 80,000 pounds, right? That's what I'm driving all day. And I cannot tell you how epic it is to drive one of these things. You know, it's like epic and scary at the same time because this is one of the most dangerous things on the road that you can probably drive at high speeds. And uh, it's just so freaking cool, especially when you can whip this bitch into places. Like I was at a gas station the other day and I was, uh, I was like, man, I don't know if I can really get it in there. And I was like, I'm gonna get it in there. So I did a bunch of backing up maneuvers and stuff like that and I got it in. Um, but it's just crazy. I, I love having my CDL. I love being part of the club, like with my dad, my father-in-law, and my wife's step-grandfather. I just like being in this club. This is something that I've always wanted to do. Let me let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you uh, how long I've been wanting to have my CDL. So my dad's been having, he's had a CDL my whole life, right? He's been driving trucks my whole life. I've always thought trucks were cool, right? embarrassing story so I am I, when I was a kid I would sit on the toilet I'm taking a shit and this was before iPhones you know so you would have books that you would read so I would have books that I would read but then books got boring so what would I do I would sit there and with my vivid imagination I would imagine that I'm driving a truck but I always needed a shifter right I needed a shifter, <laughs> and the shifter was the plunger. I would put the plunger on the right side and act like I was shifting, and that was something I did at, at a very young age. You know, so that if that doesn't tell you how long I've been interested in trucks, I don't know what will. So I've been interested in trucks for a very long time. Um, I think that uh, I wish I would have got my CDL at 19, but I don't think I was ready. Uh, I worked for the Lake Area Garbage Company. They wanted me to get my CDL, and I was just like, nah, nah. Especially when you damn near flip a garbage truck. You do a 360 um, with the garbage truck. If you've never heard that story, go check out patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. And that's one of the stories I tell on there about my, like my jobs, my different types of jobs, and that's the story I tell in there. But, yeah, I've been interested in trucks for a very long time. And it's just, it's real nice just finding out all the cool things about it. I wish Pepsi would give you more reliable trucks and things like that, you know, because, um, like I said earlier, we were delivering water and things like that to our customers and to different parts of the area we were delivering water to. And in order, the way we do stuff is that we have a lift gate, right, to get the Pepsi um, up and down out of the truck, right? And these lift gates are faulty, you know? And so now we, as the truck drivers, we gotta figure out different ways in order to, you know, get these, uh, uh, the lift gate to work. Cause we gotta, we gotta finish route, you know? Um, we have to finish route, we gotta get all that done. So yeah, it's just very nice to try to figure out how to, how these things work, you know? I'm less afraid of them now. You know, like when I pass them, I'm less afraid because it's like, I know how to drive one of those. You know, I know how difficult they are to drive those. I have a lot more um, compassion for drivers now, you know? Like if they start swerving, 
But I mean, like, not like crazy swerving, like they need to go to sleep type swerving. I'm talking about, you know, ooh, the wind or ooh, they didn't get enough sleep type of deal. You know, I just got a better understanding of what is going on. And I'm having the time of my life with it. Like, there is nothing better in the world than shifting through your gears uh, and then downshifting through your gears and maneuvering this big thing. I know some people out there, y'all like, Joe, fuck you, man. I don't want to drive something like that. And I'm telling you, like, if you go through the schooling that I went through with my particular trainers, my trainers make sure that you are comfortable driving that thing. And they're confident in you, and that made me confident in myself, and it's just a whole great thing. Now, I will tell you, I do hate the responsibility that comes with it, because you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And since I have great power with my CDL, now these motherfuckers are making me doing more work, and more work than I was doing. And I feel like I should be getting paid more, and it's very it's stressing me out. It's stressing me out so bad. But, you know, we that's what we're doing. I'm out here delivering all this pop and all this soda and uh uh it's all right it's all right but yeah guys i think i'm headed out here i'm headed out here gonna finish this i uh hope that you guys are enjoying these episodes i hope that you're enjoying the new version of the joe show if you are write me if you don't like the new version of the joe show write me. I want to hear from you. Go to Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook. That's where you guys can find me and the episodes and everything that Gateway Pro does. I would love to hear your comments about what you think about today's show or any shows in the past. Don't forget to check us out on Reddit at tjs.show, Instagram at the underscore Joe Show 20, TikTok at the Joe Show underscore 2020, and T Publix. That's where we got our merch. We've got phone cases, pillowcases. We've got stickers. That's Mason's favorite thing. We've got mugs, cups. We're trying to find somewhere, some place where we can start doing hoodies and ball caps and stocking caps because I like that. You know, I love those. So go to tpublic.com slash GWP. And last but not least, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. Guys, I'm putting up new content. I have this new series that I'm putting out right now. I'm actually, after this episode, I'm getting ready to record uh, the new series. It's about music, guys, music that I like, music that relates to me. And what I do is I talk about the music, then I play you a couple of songs. We have a good time, and it's a great, great series there. If you go to patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel, you will be able to comment and tell me what songs you want me to play. And you, you will be able to tell me why you like them. And then I'll put it in the show. So go check out patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel for $1, $3, or $5. So you can see, hear more episodes like the music show I'm doing. So as for right now, I am Joe. I'm so glad that you guys are listening. I thank you for listening from to me rant and talk about politics and stuff like that. I promise it's not going to be there for every episode, but I do thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. As for right now, I'm headed out. I will see you guys later. Thank you for listening to The Joe Show. Peace, everybody.